Welcome to the Couples Healing Podcast, where you'll get the tools for him to overcome his addiction, for her to find healing from the pain that it causes her, and for you to heal your relationship and come back together. I hope that you enjoy and subscribe. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Couples Healing Podcast. This is Sam Tielemans. I'm happy to be here today because I have something that I want to share that I think can resonate for most people who are in relationships, whether at one point or another, there is a struggle oftentimes with regard to effort. And especially when it comes to healing from an addiction, there's more things that are required when you're trying to rebuild a relationship after there's been addiction or infidelity or betrayal versus a relationship where there hasn't been a breach of trust and you don't need to necessarily do all the same type of work to fully move past the damage that all that causes. And so I think a lot of times people can get stuck with this idea of effort and are they putting in enough effort or is my partner expecting too much of me? So I wanted to share a perspective from both sides, from usually him and her, they have different stances on this. I wanted to share just some thoughts on how you can navigate these moments of is my partner putting in enough effort or is my partner expecting too much and is it ever going to be enough for them? And so I think I want to share with you a quick story first that relates exactly to this. I'm working with somebody right now who has done a, the husband has done a complete overhaul on who he is as a person. And a little bit of their background is he had done some things when he was young. He went to jail, got out of jail and was really ashamed about his past. And then he met this woman who he loves to death now. And while they were dating, he knew she was very, very special. And what he ended up doing was lying about his past and who he was and uh, the different kinds of things he had been involved in. He was not being forthcoming because the last thing that he wanted to do was lose this new person that he was really interested in. And of course, I'm sure as you're listening, you can you know how the story goes. She finds out about the lies, is completely devastated by his behavior and the, 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 the perception that she had of the relationship that they sh- that she had with him. So she finds out that all of it is a lie. Well, all of it is too strong. She finds out that there are big things that are in his history that she was not forthcoming, that he was not forthcoming with. And also things that they had done within the relationship he had covered up. So there's a huge breach of trust and she wanted him to get help. She wanted him to just get the support that he needed and get the tools and the direction and stop the behavior. And he said that he would, and he said that he was going to work on it. And then, you know, a a month, two, three months later, she finds out that he'd continue to lie and the trust was completely broken. And so ironically, his goal was to not lose this woman who he was engaged to at the time and covered up parts of things that he had done within and before their relationship had even started. And ironically, as he did that, his most feared outcome was losing this woman. He ended up losing her because of the deception and because of the lies and the damage that that caused. And so it would it had been about a year had passed. They weren't together anymore. They weren't dating. They somehow got back into contact and they started to to start it. They started to date again, and she still felt a lot of pain and a lot of hurt. And the reason why she was even open to opening up to him again and starting to be in a relationship with with him again was because of this unbelievable change that he underwent. Something clicked for him when they were not together anymore. 
And he truly wanted to, to turn his life around in a way that he had not done previously. And so he did this massive overhaul and became a different person. He worked on himself. He got a new job. He got an education and he, he, he developed new talents and skills. He developed, developed new qualities and attributes about himself and, and, and the kind of person that he wanted to become. He just did some massive changes and wanted to start again with her. And so again, they linked up and he said, I, I'm changing. I'm a, I'm a different person now. I would love to see if we could try this again. And she was open to it. And notwithstanding all of the changes that he made on an individual level, they still got stuck in relationship patterns because individual work, as we've talked about in the podcast, is very important, but there's also a separate element when it comes to relationship healing. They needed to interact differently. So that's when they reached out and they wanted to get some extra help in the relationship to do a different, to create a different pattern together. And so as they started to work with me, he shared with me this backstory of him doing all this work individually, him trying desperately in the relationship to be a different person. And he was doing an excellent job when it came to doing that as well. He started to open up to her in a way that he never had. He started to be honest with her in a way that he never had. They started to connect. And whenever she had difficulty or struggles, she felt like she could actually start to open up to him and have him listen and respond in a way that was exactly what she needed. He was able to comfort her. He was able to reassure her. He was really, again, like I, I can't even, as I met with him, he's, he's, he, did, he did such a good job in terms of his ability to change. I was very, very impressed by this. And I could see the progress that they were making. Now, the problem, I wanted to give you that backstory to then talk about the issue that they ran into, which I think many, many couples also run into. Because of the history of the trauma and the pain and the dishonesty, now, the problem that I see and saw for them and many other couples that I work with who are in a very similar situation, the problem is because of the dishonesty, it erodes and it breaks down the ability of the other person to trust, which then puts them on. So that's the problem. And then as a response to that problem, the lack of trust, she becomes very hypervigilant. That might be a good word. I think for some women, they become very hypervigilant, which is very normal under those circumstances in particular, where she does not feel like she can trust anything that he says. She has a need for lots of reassurance, again, which is normal. All of this is a result of the lack of trust and the dishonesty and the breaches that have taken place over the history of the relationship. So because now she's more hypervigilant and unsure if he's telling the truth, has a hard time knowing if she can truly open up and trust him. She's starting to, but because of the history, she doesn't quite know when she's able to fully open up and let him back in. And again, he's done tremendous amounts of change, which is, again, I, I, I commend him for it. And anybody else who is in that position who's needed to do a big an overhaul in t in terms of how they show up for themselves and in their relationship. So now they're in a, a particular dynamic that's challenging where he's doing everything he can. And, the, and again, because he's not a robot, he's not going to get it perfectly every time. He's going to make mistakes. 
he's going to lose his temper sometimes. He's going to say things that he wishes he didn't say, right? He's, he's a regular person and he's working very, very hard to change those things that he doesn't like. Because he's not a robot, or in other words, a machine, right? A machine is probably a better way to say that. Because he's not a machine, he's going to make mistakes. And it's difficult because when he makes mistakes in the way that he did in the past, whether, again, losing his temper or getting critical or getting defensive or shutting down when they're having conversations that get tense, because he's doing those things occasionally, she sees those and instantly puts her wall up and says, He's going back into the person that he used to be. I want to open up and trust him, but he's exhibiting this old behavior that doesn't work for me. And so as soon as he does that, the the time that he does that, it's like one of those like 90-10, right? 90% of the time he's doing an excellent job, 10% of the time, 5% of the time, an old behavior shows up. And the word he uses was one thing hooks them and then they get stuck and everything feels like it falls apart in that moment. So he gets very discouraged because he doesn't want to lose all the progress that he's making, especially because he's had to work so hard to regain her trust. So instantly, he feels like nothing that he's doing is enough, that none of his changes mean anything because they're still getting stuck. And it's very discouraging for him because he wants to move forward and leave the past in the past and work towards creating new patterns with her. So on his side, he's saying nothing I'm doing is enough. She's expecting too much. She's expecting that I never make a mistake and it's not going to be like that. On her side, I can see her side as well. She's saying, I'm noticing these old behaviors showing up occasionally and it feels like it's the same behavior and I don't want to get stuck in the same way because it was too painful And I don't want to continue to suffer when we get stuck in these negative cycles. So how do you navigate these moments? And maybe for some of you who are listening, this is exactly where you are, where the husband says, I'm working really, really hard and I'm trying, but I'm not perfect. Yet he feels like there is a standard of perfection in order to be able to make progress and for that progress to be sustained without that one thing hooking them. And then he feels like there's another client that I'm working with that comes to mind. This is a part of why I wanted to do this episode is sometimes I see themes in couples that I'm working with and I figure that other people who are following along might have the same struggles where in the same way he had done a massive overhaul. There had been lots of infidelity in their background. He made big, big changes, was able to identify the reason why he was struggling with this. She gives him another chance and It feels like everything that he's doing to try to rebuild the relationship is kind of falling on on the wayside. And some things that he'll tell me is, you know, I'm doing everything I can. I'm being more open. I'm being transparent. I'm being, I'm, I'm trying to connect with her. And then the one night that I don't do the dishes, she's on my case. And she says that I don't do anything around the house, that I'm not helping, that she's doing everything by herself. And he said, he's like, I feel stuck because it's hard for me to say anything because I've done so much damage in the past and and I don't want to come back and respond to this and have her feel like I'm being defensive and have her feel like I don't care about what she's saying or trying to minimize or I don't want to get stuck in those cycles. And so I just kind of freeze and I don't say much and I don't really know where to go from there. So as I reflect on both of these couples, 
I want to speak to both sides of the coin where he's on his side and she's on hers as a way to integrate those. So it doesn't feel like there's such tension between them. And so as it relates to, so I guess uh, the consideration, the, the, the overall consideration that I think is most important as you're trying to navigate this particular situation is, is he genuinely trying to change and is he putting forth effort to create new habits and new patterns and new interactions? Because if the answer is yes, then that's one of the most important elements in the whole equation of healing is does he truly care and is he is he trying? Does he want to make changes and is he putting forth effort? If he's putting forth effort, then it can take some time for him to develop these new habits. It takes time for him to undo old things that are harmful and painful and destructive and try to integrate things that create safety, that create connection, and help her to feel like it's okay for her to bring her wall down. This transition period is among the most difficult for couples usually because the pain of the past is very fresh and there hasn't been enough time yet to establish a new pattern and a new dynamic. So it doesn't take much to knock them off balance or rather to un- to feel like it unravels the progress that they're making in this intermediate period, this, this transitional period of time. So I think this is why I'm saying that one of the most important considerations is, is he trying? Does he really want to make changes? And can you tell that his efforts are, sin- are sincere? If the answer to that is yes, then you absolutely have what you need to work with. That's the f- meaning, that's the foundation on which you two can build and move forward together. The next part of what you need is the right direction and the tools to be able to create that change and to be able to to sustain that change. Because going back to one of the couples that I'm working with right now, she'll say that he tries really hard when there's urgency. When I say I'm leaving and I can't do this anymore, that there's been too much pain, he doesn't care, and he's not putting in his effort, so I'm out of here. And she, she says that she gets to that breaking point. And when she tells him that, that's when he jumps into action because there's urgency And he says, I don't want to lose her. And then he tries for a few weeks. And then as things get more comfortable, he stops trying. She feels like it's a roller coaster and this yo-yo of a, I'm trying and then I'm not trying. I'm trying and then I'm not trying. And she gets to the point where she's like, I can't do this anymore. So they're here. They're working with me. And he's demonstrating that he truly does care. A part of it was up until that moment of change internally where he's like, I have to change. There was something that happened to him on one of the last times that they had these big fights where internally he was able to recognize, I am not showing up in the relationship like she needs me to. So there was this shift inside of him so that he really truly committed to making the changes necessary. His efforts were sincere. He was trying And it wasn't just one of those things where it's like, well, I'm just going to try for a couple of weeks and then it's going to fade off. That's the point when they came in to see me was he's like, I really want to change and I want to get the tools that I need to heal, not only individually, but to build safety and to heal their relationship because I know I've caused a lot of damage. So his efforts were very sincere and I could tell that he was trying in each session because he would feel 
like, again, he would tell me, he's like, I feel stuck. I really want to change and I am making changes. But when I make mistakes, she says that I'm not trying anymore and the urgency is not there and nothing that I'm doing is enough. So there's this really tough dynamic there. So on his side, if there is a sincere desire to change and he's trying, but he's still making mistakes, one thing that can be very helpful as you consider moving forward or as you're, as you're navigating the situation rather, one thing that's helpful to understand is number one, get clear about what is the most meaningful efforts that he can make to show for him to show her that he truly is committed and wants things to be different. So again, in this particular case, he's being transparent. He's being honest. He's being open. He's trying to connect with her. He's spending time with her. And then when he doesn't do the dishes one day, that's the thing that she points to and says, he doesn't do anything around the house and I'm doing this by myself. So what I, what I offered to them was one thing is important to consider is what are the most meaningful efforts? Because he can't make all the changes all at once. It just change doesn't typically happen like that. We want to focus on the most meaningful efforts first and then keep layering on the next things. And so for her, the most meaningful effort was for him to connect with her on an emotional level through conversation. So she talked about how she likes it when they go on walks. And they spend time and she asks asks him about her day and how she's doing. And so I said, okay, let's make that a big part of our focus. And yes, while helping around the house is important, we don't want him not doing the dishes to undermine everything else. So let's start with that. And I guess the thought that came to my mind was, is there, a, is there any room for error and mistakes? And if not it can be helpful to build some of that in and acknowledge that because he's not a machine, he's going to do it imperfectly. And so for for there to be some grace or an allowance for him to be able to continue to grow, that's something that can help couples in that particular situation. When again, he really is trying. Focusing on the, the thing that'll move the needle the most, building on those wins to then layer on the rest of what needs to happen in a relationship. Because yes, he does need to help around the house. She doesn't want to be doing everything by herself, the cooking, the cleaning, the caretaking of the kids, all of it can't rest solely on her shoulders. While he works, yes, that's a part of his responsibility, but as he comes home, she wants to be a team and work together. And so that's a part of what they're going to continue to layer into the relationship. But as they're focusing on truly moving forward and healing, the core of what she needs is to know that he is there for her on an emotional level. So they're starting there. And by doing that, it's helping them to make progress much faster than if they're focusing on all the other things that are important, but it's not life-changing. The things that are helpful, again, whether it's the dishes or walking the dog and Doing those things are helpful and they're important, but that's not the core of what their relationship needs in this particular stage. So if this is your situation, I would encourage you to figure out what do you need more than anything? What are the core couple of things that you can make sure to integrate into the relationship? So he has a focus of start here. Let's just start here. We can build on that. But doing these things will create a foundation of trust and safety and connection so that 
then there can be uh, room for him to keep making progress. And again, of course, mistakes are going to be made, but that's how he can demonstrate, I'm really committed to this relationship. I really want to change. These are the core things that I'm going to focus on. And as he's learning, again, so let's say uh, one of the core things that some couple needs is I need my husband to be present with me. I need my husband to focus on my needs and give me attention. So I feel like I matter to him. And when we have conversations that he isn't just zoning out or he's not on his phone. So I would encourage couples in those situations to focus on those things. But again, when there are mistakes made, even in these important efforts, the way that you can navigate those is she can share, hey, I'm trying to have, so for instance, let's say they're talking. I guess I want to give you specific examples so you can know how to apply this. So let's say, that's the most important thing is going on walks and, and talking and asking like my client that I'm just referencing. So let's say they go, this is a part of what happened. Say they walked around the block a few times and then he thought, okay, that was great. I had a good conversation with her. I was telling her about my day. I was checking in on her, seeing how her day went and, and they were just kind of talking and then they get into session and then she says, well, we went around the block a few times, but mostly he talked about himself and I didn't really feel like it was about me. And I look at him and I could, I could just like see him sinking in his chair. And then he voices, I thought we were having a good walk. I, I thought we were trying. I thought that we were connecting. And now I'm hearing that it actually didn't even work. So we got really discouraged. And so the way to navigate these moments, whether it's this or any other effort that the wife needs to have in place for her to start to rebuild trust and connection is to bring it up in the moment. Because if they were walking around the neighborhood and she said, hey, I'm glad that we're talking right now, but I just kind of feel like the attention of this conversation is on the stuff that you have going on, which is important and I get that. And yes, I want to hear about your day, but I feel like I need some attention right now. And if we continue to talk about stuff going on at your work, I still feel like I'm not getting the support that I need. I have some things that I'd like to share. Can we talk about those? If she were to share with him in the moment, hey, I just, I feel like the conversation is lopsided. I want to talk more about what's going on for me. I've had a hard day and I just need support right now. He would have been very, very open and receptive to that. And he wants to know what she needs. But in the moment, she didn't communicate that to him. And he thought things were going well, but for her, they weren't. So on this side of the coin, just to summarize all of that, in order to navigate these moments when it feels like he, again, when his efforts are sincere and he's trying and there is room for grace and an allowance for mistakes to be made like this particular one that he was uneven, he was even unaware of. One thing that can help tremendously is when she shares in the moment, this feels off, let's course correct, this is what I need. And once you do that, then he's able to, then he's able to respond and take in what you're saying, pivot, Use it as feedback to change his actions or approach to then give her the support that she needs in the moment. And that's a huge part of what helps. Okay, so I think I would encourage everybody that that's a key thing given all of what we said. Use it as feedback. She can share what she needs in the moment if she's not getting what she needs or if the core need is unmet for her to approach him in this way will yield the best response that will make it easiest for him to receive and then pivot. The other side of the coin then is what if he's really not putting in the effort? What if 
It's very, very minimal effort. How do you navigate those things? And so I think the response in those moments is actually very similar where we want her to vocalize or to voice what does she need? What are the core things that are that need to be present in the relationship for her to feel like she can move forward and for them to be able to have a better relationship that's more fulfilling? For her to be able to voice, this is what I need. And then if he's not doing it or if it's very, very minimal, we want to understand what is missing. Why is his why are his efforts minimal and why are they not being consistent? And again, we want to approach it from a stance of curiosity. And it's not like a, a coming down on him, dropping the hammer on like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you showing up? Why aren't you being consistent? It's more of a, a, an approach of curiosity of like, what is missing here? I said that this is what I need. When I come home, I'd love to spend 10 minutes for us to be able to debrief. 30 minutes, you know, conversation, spending 30 minutes at night, checking in and spending time together, doing something that, that would be important, like a walk or spending time doing a puzzle or watching a show or whatever, is, whatever it is that she feels like she needs or he needs rather. It's, it's the same. It goes either way. We want to build a relationship for both people. If those things are not happening, we want to understand what is missing. Because unless we understand what the block is for the follow-through, it's very difficult to actually make change. And so the more she can understand what might be making it difficult for him to follow through on these things, and then how can we work together to work these things out? One specific example that I can give you is I'm working with another couple right now where her most important need is for them to talk about their current situation. Now, she doesn't need to have it every single conversation, talk about everything that's going wrong, but she does need him to initiate conversations about how she's doing and give her a space to share her pain. After a few weeks of having sessions together, she voiced how frustrated she was because it still wasn't happening. And so she brought it to session and then I wanted to understand and figure out with her rather so she could see what's missing here. And so I'd ask him questions about, okay, what's missing? Where are things going off track? And why isn't this happening? Help me understand this. And he said that the main reason why he doesn't want to bring up conversations about things that they're struggling with is because a lot of times they're having good days. And the last thing that he wants to do is bring up the pain and make her feel bad. And so that was his main block. And so we processed that in session and helped him understand that the pain that she's going through because everything is so recent, it's always on her mind. And even if it wasn't recent, unless it's resolved, it's often on the minds of the women who are struggling because the pain is unresolved. And so her sharing with him, listen, I'm always thinking about this stuff. Even though we're laughing sometimes and having a good day, it's always in the back of my mind how much hurt there is. And that doesn't mean it'll never go away. It just, it, it means it's there. It means it's fresh and it means it just needs attention. And so he didn't want to ruin good days. In his mind, it would ruin a good day if he brought up the pain. And so him starting to understand of, no, that's that's actually can help enhance the closeness that they feel as they talk through the things that she's struggling with. And I'm giving them and working with them to, to get them the tools that they need to have conversations in a productive way so they feel like they actually have a resolution and there's closure. 
because before starting the process with me, they didn't really know how to have conversations that would lead to a positive outcome. It would just result in a fight. He would be even more gun shy to bring things up because he didn't want to cause any more damage and he didn't really know how to do it. So through the process, we started to understand what the block was. Then we can give them the tools that they needed to have conversations and work through that block. So now they're able to have these conversations and the relationship is in a, in a different place because of that. And so it all comes down to understanding what the block is, getting the tools necessary or having the conversations necessary to shift and resolve those blocks so there's greater understanding and then a path forward so couples can keep making progress even if it's imperfect progress because that's that's what's exactly going to happen. As we've talked about today, imperfect action is it, that's that's the you know that's what's going to happen. We're going to be able to follow through, and as it is done imperfectly, that's okay. We just want to keep taking, uh, we just want to keep course correcting along the way, and giving each other feedback for how they can continue to make progress, which helps the relationship to really stabilize. And so I hope this has been helpful to hear that there are two sides to this coin and both of them are normal and it's okay, but giving each other space to make progress and grace and space to make mistakes. But the key part of that is to offer feedback, share the impact, course correct, and then keep moving forward. Or if the efforts really aren't in the place where we need them to be, then we want to have conversations about what's preventing those to be able to resolve the blocks so that effort is much more natural and effortless because there isn't the resistance there based on whatever the block might be. So I hope this is helpful. I would encourage you this week as you guys are reflecting on things, where is your relationship in one of these two categories? And maybe it's in the transition. Maybe there's some of both. So I would encourage you to have the conversations necessary to identify what's next, what do you need to have in place to make progress for both of you for both of you to feel comfortable and feel like things are moving forward and you're developing a relationship that's fulfilling, I would encourage you to have those conversations and then put those things in place that are necessary to keep making those steps in the right direction. So I hope this has been helpful and I look forward to speaking with you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Wait, before you go, I'm offering free access for my podcast listeners to a course I created. So make sure you go to coupleshealing.org so you can get some tools to start the healing process individually and in your relationship. Or if you want even more support and you'd like to work with me directly, you can contact me with the info that's on that website as well. I'm excited for you to make progress on your journey.